1: What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by taking one small step a day? And not because you're a bad person now, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to be a better person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you live your best life.
0: Hi, and welcome to How to Be a Better Person. I'm Kate, your host. And I want to take a quick second to remind you to sign up for my newsletter. Each week, I send the last five episodes directly to your inbox so you can catch up on any episodes you may have missed. You can sign up at BeAbetterPersonPodcast.com and then click on Get Podcast News. This week and next on the podcast is all about habits, breaking up with the old ones that aren't helping and establishing new ones that do. I'm covering habits now in March 2021 because. For better or worse, we have by now mostly acclimated to our pandemic lives. We're not in free fall anymore. We know the drill. We may not like the drill. The drill may still be grueling. And if you are one of the more than 500,000 American families who have lost a loved one to COVID-19, my heart is with you. If this is you, maybe don't worry about changing habits now. When the world feels like too much, do less. But if you're feeling at least stabilized, now might be a really great time to start thinking about habits you either want to break or begin. This week, I'll focus on ending old habits, and next week, I'll focus on starting new ones. So, let's think about those bad habits you might be ready, or almost kind of ready, to break up with. Maybe there's something you've been using to cope that's starting to take a toll, or maybe there's something that's been with you a long time. Now, while our daily comings and goings are limited, it's a great opportunity to focus on yourself and get some new habits in place. Because when life picks up again, you know it's going to be a whirlwind. The more we're able to ingrain our new habits now, the easier they will be to maintain later, and the better we'll be able to navigate the transition back to whatever our new normal will be. As a coach, rejiggering habits is something I'm trained to do and love helping people do. As a person, I know that it is often not easy. I can't even tell you how often I leave the house without a mask, despite the fact that we have been wearing them for nearly a year now. So please know that I'm walking alongside you here. Today's big idea is something that I say again and again. You can't change a habit you don't know you have. And while you could probably rattle off three or more habits you have that you are aware of, these are likely to be habits that you want to change since we're wired to notice problems more than we are to observe what's going right. You have dozens, if not hundreds, of other habits that you are clueless about, such as the look you make when someone you love is talking crazy talk, (laughs) the face you make when you look at yourself in the mirror, the side of your mouth that you chew on. I could go on. But wait, let me back up. What even is a habit? A habit is a well-worn neural pathway that is solidified into a behavior that you repeat without consciously thinking about it. It's cool that we can habitualize things like brushing your teeth or washing the dishes or driving a car so that we don't have to expend a lot of brain power in order to be able to do them. But the sneaky part is that if we do a habit without realizing it, it can be hard to modify it, which is why making the unconscious parts of your habits conscious is so important. Even for the habits you know about, there are a lot of things about them that you aren't quite hip to. Habits are like icebergs. You can perceive just the tip of them when actually most of them exist underneath the surface of your awareness. You can't just throw some dirt and some grass seed on the tip of an iceberg and turn it into a meadow. It's still going to be a mountain of ice that runs deep. For example, let's say you have a habit of eating chocolate after lunch. Okay, I admit, I have a habit of eating chocolate after lunch. That habit has a lot of scaffolding underneath it that makes it possible. For one, you buy chocolate at the grocery store. For two, you have an association between lunch and chocolate. So that even as you think about what you're going to have at your midday meal, your brain is already thinking, mmm, chocolate. (laughs) For three, you have a well-worn reward pathway established in your brain that gives you pleasure in the middle of your workday. When trying to be productive sounds about as appealing as eating dirt. And that means that you also have an association between not having chocolate after lunch and feeling sad or deprived. It's way deeper than just reaching for the bar of the actual squares of chocolate. Beyond that, every habit has a set of triggers that cue that well-worn pathway in your brain to light up. Maybe it's the time of day. Once you notice it's close to 12, you're already thinking about chocolate. It can be a physical cue, like when you notice your stomach rumble or hear someone talking about lunch. Or it can be a location. You walk into the kitchen to make lunch and then, boom, you're thinking about chocolate. Or it can be a context. You hear someone talking about lunch. Remember, one of the mantras for 2021 that I covered last month was, what's been revealed can be healed. You've got to get curious about all the unconscious components and triggers of your habit so that when you go about changing the habit, you're actually working with the whole iceberg and not just the tip. So that's your tiny assignment for the day. First, pick a habit that you have. Doesn't have to be one that you want to change even, although if you've got one on the tip of your tongue, by all means, let's work on it together. And then get curious about this particular habit. Where are you when you notice it kick in? What time of day is it? Is there a context that triggers it? And what are some of the other behaviors that support it? Do you keep buying it at the grocery store? You don't have to uncover absolutely everything there is that comprises the underwater section of this particular iceberg. That information is something that can take a long time to suss out. When I finally quit smoking cigarettes, yes, not proud, but I was a social smoker for decades. Barf. (laughs) I didn't realize that I associated smoking cigarettes with road trips because I didn't go on a road trip for the first six months after I finally managed to quit. But as soon as I did, I had a massive craving, even though I hadn't wanted a cigarette for months. So you will likely discover more about this habit as time goes on and you encounter more context. For the time being, just note as much as you can, how often you do this particular habit as well as the factors and triggers that support it. This will be invaluable information as you seek to shift that old habit into a new one. In closing, I just want to share a quote from Carl Jung. He said, discipline is obedience to awareness. Discipline is obedience to awareness, which I get that discipline and obedience aren't totally tantalizing words, but in terms of forging new habits that stick, it shows just how important this awareness piece is. You can be disciplined about something that you understand, and awareness is how you create that understanding. Come back tomorrow where we'll build on this information to develop a plan for avoiding this habit and being gentle with yourself when the plan goes to shit, as it
1: inevitably sometimes will. Thanks for listening to How To Be A Better Person. Our theme song is Left For Deadish by Junior85. The podcast is mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How To Be A Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past seven episodes a sneak peek of the week ahead and one well-chosen meme to your inbox every Saturday morning. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com dot and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com. dot Tweet me at Kate Han, K A T E H A N, or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you.